picture your Facebook feed. You're scrolling through, liking pictures of your friend's new baby, or commenting on a news article your aunt shared. And then you see a post that looks a little different. You want a mayor who will deliver big, bold solutions. I'm Michelle Wu. It's a political ad. And Boston mayoral candidates Michelle Wu and Anissa Saibi-George both want your vote on November 2nd. I'm voting for real change, not empty promises. I'm voting Anissa Saibi-George for mayor. But they're going after voters with different strategies. For starters, one is spending way more than the other. Over the last month, Wu paid about $12,000 for Facebook ads, while Saibi-George only shelled out around $3,000, according to Facebook data. Whoever spends the most doesn't always win, but if you have a choice of having a lot of money or not a lot of money, always better to have serious funds. That's Toby Berkowitz, professor emeritus of advertising at Boston University. He spent decades working as a consultant on national and local elections across the country. Most of Wu's Facebook advertising revolves around endorsements she's gotten from other politicians like Kim Janey, Ayanna Presley, and Ed Markey. Michelle is the climate champion with a bold vision for the future of Boston. In this video, Senator Markey is speaking directly to the camera for about a minute. It cuts away to a visual of Fenway Park at one point, but there's not a whole lot else going on. No one in their right mind would sit through this entire thing. But maybe boring is exactly Wu's strategy. She's in the lead right now, with 60% of voters supporting her, according to the latest poll. That's double the support Asaibi George has. When you're in that position, your advertising should be bland because you don't want to mess up. You don't want to give your opponent an opening, and there's certainly no openings uh, in any of these ads. Catherine Henshin is a professor of communication studies and political science at Northeastern University. She says endorsement ads can help voters make a decision in an election like this one. This is a race in which we have two women, two women of color, two women of color who are moms, who are sitting council members, who both identify as Democrats, right? So these are the kind of races that research shows it can be really hard to make up your mind. Isaibi George, who polls show only has 30% of voters behind her, has a lot of ground to cover. But her most recent ads are pretty standard fare. A picture of the candidate with some text saying, showing up for Boston, or doing the hard work for Boston. I'm surprised that Asabi George hasn't tried to break through the clutter a little more aggressively with something either clever or humorous. Asabi George also has six ads that feature constituents on how she helped them. But Anissa's voice was the one that was always there. You know, everybody said, oh yeah, we're going to do that. But no, Anissa, she pushed it. But like the Ed Markey ad, it's a single person talking to the camera the whole time with no extra visuals. Berkowitz thinks they could use some work, but Henshin says the low production quality isn't a problem. There has been some evidence that some of the more compelling, engaging video content has more of a homespun, grassrootsy feel, right? Think vertical iPhone that's blurry. She also noticed that all of Asaibi George's active constituent ads feature Black people. I would wonder if that was her strategy, trying to specifically target and reach out to um, African-American voters with these, these endorsements, which could be a compelling strategy. With the general election just days away, there isn't a lot of time to craft anything but a simple ad. In Boston, I'm Grace Ferguson for WTBU News.